Hello, Scott. Hello, how are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm very well. We're on the road. We are. First time <laughs> on the road. We've taken it on tour. Podcast is, on tour. Is it a tour if let's, you only go let's, to one let's. place? <laughs> is it a tour if you only go to one place? I think we can make it a tour. I think we should. Well, we've is, been to Stoke as well this week. We have. We, we were on the radio. We've got some stories to tell. We have. It was good fun. It was? So, yeah. Busy, busy week. Yes, indeed. Indeed. How's it been? Very well. Good. Very, very well. Good to be back making another podcast. Indeed. I can't believe we got to episode six. I didn't think we'd fill six. No. Well, we haven't yet. Well, we have out at the end of this one. At the end of this one. Hopefully it goes all right. Yeah, I think so. it will. I think it will. So we've got some really good stuff coming up this time. We've, As I say, we've uh, we've been out and about a little bit this week, so we're going to talk about that. Yep. We've taken it on tour today. We are in a different location today. We've been taking some pictures, haven't we? We have. So you're going to share them, I guess. I will re-download social media again <laughs> <laughs> after my detox. Brilliant. And uh, we'll share where we are and we'll, we'll reveal that in a few moments. But um, yeah, so it's, it's good to be back. Um, I'm going to start off with the normal little kind of section. And um, just ask in a minute when this little bed has wound up. Yeah. Just before we introduce our guest. I'm really excited about our guest this week. Really excited. Um, but where's your head at, mate? Where's your head at? It's good. It's um, It's been a good week. I've been trying to plan what is ahead for me when I finish uni. Crikey. Finally. That's, yeah. So, yeah. Because I've gone back to uni for the second time, and yeah. I'm now, in about a month's time, going to start my third year. So, right. 10 months, I'll be finished into the big bad world mm-hmm. again. And I kind of need to figure out what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. So um, that has been filled. That's filled this week. Just, just, just this just week. Just this week. Brilliant. Is that only, yeah. No, I've been uh, putting final touches to it and uh, finalising things that I want to do. Good man. Brilliant. So what about you? That ten months will go. Um, really good week again this week. Actually, um, you know how um, you know I do coaching and all yep. that sort of stuff, and I do a lot of mental health stuff and and things related to that. Um, Sometimes it's a little bit difficult applying it to yourself, though. You know how gardeners spend all their time gardening and then they get home and they don't want to do the garden. (laughs) So all their gardens are really overgrown. And like mechanics, you go, you take your car to a mechanic and they've got, your car's perfect, but But there's a little bit Barely road legal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the same applies (laughs) to mental health awareness and stuff like that because you give your time and energies out to other people willingly. Yep. But then it's quite difficult sometimes to apply it back to yourself. Yep. Do you know what I mean? And apply some of those strategies to yourself. So my week this week has been uh, trying to apply a little bit of that own methodology back to my own mindset, really. Okay. And um, a little bit of application to self. Does that make sense? Uh, I think so. Explain a little. Um, we spoke, I think, a while ago about energy drainers and yes, some of the did. things that drain your energies, right? Yeah. And we just kind of blindly go through life without fully understanding what they are. And they just suddenly take hold. And sometimes you need to stop and understand what it is that's draining your energy. And when you do that, you can actually do a little bit of something about it. Yep. And then you can start to surround yourself with more positive things. So I've done a bit of that this week. I've done a bit of sit and reflect on what my energy drainers are. There's been a few over the last few weeks. But just understand them, understand what they are, and then make a commitment to start to surround yourself with a little bit of positivity. Right. That's what I've done this week. Okay. So that's why we're where we are Is that today. why we're here? Perfectly teed up. In Manchester? We are in Manchester. Sunny, sunny Manchester. Not today. Not today. I think it's um, 
it's probably a good time to introduce our guest. I think we shall. So there are three of us around the table again today. We are socially distanced. We've all been wiped down, haven't we? We have. Yeah, with disinfectant wipes. It's um, like, um, you know, when you went into the, shower, into the swimming baths as a, in the old days and you had a little fat paddling pool for your feet. Yeah, it's exactly that. We it's walked exactly through. <laughs> There's one of them on every, every metre on the perimeter of Manchester. Yeah. You walk through one of those little, little foot baths. Yeah, a little Veruca bath. So we walked past the uh, Nightingale Hospital. It's not a hospital at the moment. It's very quiet there, wasn't it? It was yeah. kind of bizarre. Mm. But yeah. Yeah, but it's good to so. be back in Manchester. I love Manchester, but I especially love this place. I so, was trying to think when I was last in Manchester, and I think it was February, March time. Was it? Which is six or seven months. Yeah, that's, that's a long crazy. time. Crazy. That's a long time. Shall we introduce our guest? Go on then. He's here. <laughs> he leapt straight He's eager. In. He leapt straight in then. I've never seen him who's been so quiet for so long, actually. It's really hard. Isn't it? <laughs> so today we are at 53.2 Studios in Manchester. And we are with Simon Naylor. Hello. Hello, Simon. Hello. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm really good, actually. I'm good. Yeah, good to see you both. Great to catch up and have a chat. Not seen you for ages. It's been a while. Yeah. I think last time I was here, Simon was um, taking my headshots, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. The police, the police were uh, short on resources, so they needed <laughs> mugshots done somewhere else. So. <laughs> Which, if anyone does need any headshot doing, I could absolutely recommend coming here and doing them, because it's an experience. Yeah, it's, I'll just I'll leave it hanging that there. Sounds a bit <laughs> ominous, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an ex. It's, uh, it's, it's an experience. It's an ex- it's a brilliant experience. It really is. Um, so we are at fifty three two, and we're with Simon. So Simon <coughs> is Simon is an actor. Is that fair? You, well, yeah, primarily I would say I was always I would always introduce myself uh, as an actor. So as an actor, yeah, yeah. Also director. Yeah, I'll try. I try. You know, you do your bit, don't you? You do. You, you try. Bit. Yeah. An acting coach at Manchester Actors Platform. Yeah, yeah, Manchester Actors Platform, where I've landed a few years elsewhere, but this is where I am now. Yeah, which I am hugely familiar with and in love with that place completely. Yeah, that's where we, we met and started our lovely friendship together. We did. <laughs> Indeed, we did. <laughs> and yeah, we are at 53.2. You can tell us a story about 53.2 as we progress through today, mm-hmm. if, that, if that's all right. But it's, um, it's a place in Manchester that, as I said, a little bit of um, application to self this week is, you know, find places that you feel positive in yep. uh, and avoid the places that kind of drain your energies a little bit. And so when we knew we had Simon as a potential guest, it was a no-brainer to see if we could actually get in and do it because mm. this place is always positive for me. I love coming here. So thanks for having us, mate. Mate, thank you guys for coming down. I'm really pleased that you think it's a positive space. It's important to us that it is a positive space, you know. We... A lot of what we do and a lot of our ethos is um is 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 focused on being positive and getting stuff done. So yeah, good man. So on that note, we'll ask the same question of our guest. So where's your head at this week, mate? It's good actually. You got me in a good day. I I, I tend to uh, rarely suffer, but today was um today's been really good. It's been a good week actually. Um, I just got back from Northumberland. Yep. So I spent a couple of days up there working with a brilliant company called Cast in Northumberland. Who are, uh, they were on a they're a summer school. They're a, an art, a performing arts school, but it's their summer school this week. So I've been working with four to seventeen year olds uh, yep. for two days, which was organised chaos and brilliant fun. Four, uh, four to not forty seventeen year olds. No, no, four aged four to <laughs> seventeen. Yeah, four to seventeen year olds would be a different different workshop. Um, uh, and um, yeah, and then this morning. 
there was a lot of typing on the train. And this morning we managed to get um, a big grant application in that was due in at noon. Wow. So that feels like a big weight lifted. So I'm actually in a really good place. You know, it's good. good. It's good. Good man. Good man. It's nice to get out and about. Go on, Scott. No, sorry. I wasn't going to say I was watching you. Oh, were you? There's oh. nothing, <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> so, to watch here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wasn't going to say anything. Sorry. Grant applications. That's a, that's a minefield, isn't it? Yeah. And obviously the world we're in, the theatre world, it's, uh, it's gone from getting things on stage to getting grant applications in at the moment. So yeah. it's um, a bit of a, a scramble. But, mm. um, you know, we got it in. We've done what we can, and and now we sit back and cross our fingers. Yeah, yeah. How has the last few months been, mate? Because uh, tell us a little bit about fifty three two for starters, and what that actually is, what it represents to you, where it all came from. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of been an organic growth, really. Fifty three two wasn't the first part of it. Manchester Actors Platform was the first part of it. I moved back from London, having moved down there in two thousand and two from Manchester. Moved back in two thousand and fifteen, I think fourteen fifteen. And eventually set up Manchester Actors Platform, which sort of evolved into a production company from classes. And then the production company got approached. Uh, someone said, oh, look, there's a space here. We're mm-hmm. looking to make the space into something that will be will increase footfall, really. Yeah. And um, and so we went, crack on, let's do it. And we opened 53.2 The Theatre, um, which was uh, Manchester's biggest independent city centre theatre, which was also the only independent uh, wheelchair accessible theatre. Brilliant. Uh, which was really important to us. And from there then we've, um, we were, the, the premises we were in, we always knew we were going to get turfed out of. Yeah. You know, they were always going to be developed and that was cool. That was fine. Um, but so that was opposite the Bridgewater Hall really, wasn't pretty it? Pretty much, Un- Underneath yeah. the arches. Yeah, re- just behind <laughs> Deansgate Locks, underneath those iconic arches that used to be the ramp uh, that would take the train up to Manchester Central. Yep. Um, massive arches, beautiful things. Yeah. Um, anyway, from there, we sort of um, found another venue uh, with a t- at least a 10-year lease, yeah. um, which um, we were hoping to move into to start work on in March and then get into later this year. Obviously, that's all gone a bit uh, pear-shaped. What happened in March? I don't know, some in some, some Something. Co- COVID-type thing. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Somewhere, it was a cold going round. Um, <laughs> So yeah, that, that put the brakes on. And mm. in the interim, where we always plan to be, we're in studios now. So we're still running our classes and we're able to offer studios out to people who want to, at the moment, come in in very small groups, work on scripts. Yep. Uh, some people come in and just want an hour to be able to sit in a studio and sing, which is cool. And um, about two years ago, 53.2 became a charity. Uh-huh. Uh, so we are now an arts charity focusing on um, underserved Social groups, really, um, from across the ten boroughs of Greater Manchester, I'm trying to trying to give them a cultural outlet, and um, and particularly as the arts are removed from the curriculum, try and give them something back. You know, mm. it's a, it's very much, and you'll have seen it in the news. There's um, a stigma attached with it that it's, it's quite a white middle class thing to be able to do. Yeah, you yeah. know, be an actor, and um, and of course, a lot of Manchester isn't white and middle class, and and that that pathway to be able to get into the arts is sometimes a little bit hidden and covered in weeds and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So we hopefully um, uh, are going to try and make that pathway a little bit clearer for a few people. Amazing. And you're Brush doing an amazing job weeds. at it. Say again. Brush away the weeds. Yeah. I love that, Scott. Brush away the weeds. Get your strimmer out. <laughs> there's, there's your new strap line for the new play. <laughs> Brush away the weeds, you get your strimmer out. <laughs> I think you might need better marketing than that. You literally, it will work on it. Good logo, though, isn't it? That? Good logo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People would be wondering why you turn into a garden centre. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it was we we kind of brushed over the the you know the 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 iconic sort of arch bit of, mm. of the original fifty three two, and I think what you achieved there, and I, I don't know what your intention was when you started it, but you created a whole movement around that little southern tip of Manchester that absolutely needed it you know you've got Deansgate locks you've got all the bars and the comedy store and all that just round the corner and then up pop 53-2 opposite the Britain's Protection uh, <laughs> which, is a, Britain's which protection. is a great pub as well <laughs> um, and just became this magnet for creativity in that part of town and, and gave a lot of people myself included which is why I, I'm so passionate about being here and I love this place um, confidence and a place to be and a place to just turn up. You know, if you ever nip into Manchester, it was always a case of, I'll nip in and see Simon at Victoria yeah. too as well. We loved that. We I, loved called that. In, I called him for a pint once and ended up with five. Yeah, I remember that day. I think <laughs> yeah. it was because the first one I pulled was a bit dodgy, so second, we just had to pour another one. Yeah, the second one wasn't so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was that sort of place. Yeah. You played as well, didn't you, Scott? Yeah, I've and done a couple of little gigs yeah. there for you when you've had... Um, like an acting I think it was evening a, on. Was it Map 48 or one of our yeah, showcases or something? So yeah. that was like a two-day acting sort of so workshop. So Map, Map 48 specifically is a 48-hour film competition, mm. um, which was something I've actually been thinking about for years. And then we ended up doing five, I think, and it will be back. As soon as we got the venue, it will be back. Brilliant. It's a great great little weekend, that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's uh, good it, fun. It's yeah. a good evening as well, So the prim- it all rounds off. Yeah. yeah, so the premise is you get two days, 48 hours, to write, produce, direct, film, yeah. edit, edit. And with people you, you don't know who you're going to be in a team with. You just turn up and you get drawn yeah. into teams. I and, didn't realise that. Yeah, and you get given a prop. <laughs> and, a prop. Yeah, so that's, uh, <laughs> and then you're sent on your merry way. Sometimes it works great, sometimes it doesn't. What you was know? the most random prop that was... Oh, they're always random. Me and Alex have a great time shopping for props. <laughs> um, we once had um, an ostrich egg, which oh, was nice. pretty cool. I, I was a big fan of the ostrich egg. Um, how, how did that get interpreted? Do you know what? Not very well. Oh. I hope they don't listen to this. Oh, they will um, <laughs> Yeah. No, well, they, look, they had a pretty uh, tumultuous time making their, their short film. Mm. And eventually the ostrich egg just appeared in the back of every shop. <laughs> what, just ignored? Just, just sort of ignored. Like... Yeah. Uh, just in the back of shop. That's brilliant. Which in like some that. ways, though, is quite, quite Hitchcock-esque. Yeah, yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so why, is that, why is that ostrich egg there again? Yeah. 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 What is that? Sort of mildly threatening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. What was yeah. your? I, I, you might not be able to say. What was your? What was your best? Your favourite ever? Forty eight. Map forty eight. Are you allowed to say favourite ever? Uh, what in terms of the, the actual film? Yeah. Do you know what? It was probably one of the first ones, and I can't think of any any of them now. But I just, I think what went with it was the buzz of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was forty eight hours, and it's not. Don't get me. It, 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 it was forty eight hours, right? And the very first one. People just moved into the arches for 48 hours. Yeah, there were some tired people they there. They brought their I sleeping remember. bags. Yeah. <laughs> they were filming till like 5, 6 a.m. in the morning. Yeah. And um, just m- purely because of the fact that that was happening. Yeah. And that energy that was always in the building. And we were popping in and out like every four or five hours to check up, mm. see how everyone was doing. I think that's why we just enjoyed it. Because it got to Sunday night. And everyone was on their knees, but at the same time, absolutely buzzing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but- you know, it was great. Yeah, because that was the thing for me, because even though everyone has been working for two days non-stop, pretty much, the energy in the room, when you when you get together and watch the films at the end of the day, everyone's still so encouraging. and Yeah, yeah, I, and, and again, you know, relationships were formed there that people yeah. took on and made their own films. And it's um, uh, without question, there was tears 
or every you know mm. every Sunday night yeah. for uh, for uh, oh there it, there's oh, the there bed. it is <laughs> it, was a, it was a great night on Sunday <laughs> tears were flowing freely mm. on the arches of fifty three two that's all I've got but yeah there it was go. great it's a great energy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But those yeah. things get talked about, and that's that's yeah. what I mean about the essence of this place and the essence of what you you and I'm staring at you in the eyes and pointing at you in a quite mildly <laughs> aggressive way <laughs> of, of kind you. of you of, of created in because those that looked like you would just brought that back to life. Um, all that got talked about by everyone who was there and by all their associates and members and families and friends and all that mm. sort of stuff, and it created this kind of this wave of positivity out around that area and then of course you announce it again six months later this yeah. month, 48.2 yeah. and then everyone's like that was brilliant so i'm going to get myself involved in that yeah and then you housed um jb shorts of yeah, course, and all those sorts yeah. of things as well you know it's uh, it, it, you say you say it was me sorry I can i just ask as someone that's not an actor or course, anything yeah. what's jb shorts so jb short what is jb shorts it's a selection uh six short plays 15 minutes and um it's at its 21st one now it goes every Oh, when does it go? Every six months. It goes every six months and it's on its 21st, so it's been going for 10 years. Right. And they're in a little hiatus at the moment. Uh, will they be back? Tune Ooh. in next week. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, and it's sort of become a Manchester iconic arts festival, really. It goes okay, for two right. weeks and we were really fortunate. Um, and I think that's a lot of what you said. It was me who'd done these things. I come up with stupid ideas. <laughs> well, it's um, you and the team. I yeah, know. and the team. team and, you know, and Alex is always right there yeah. going, no, that's too stupid. Uh, <laughs> settle down. Or actually, no, let's give it a go. Um, and then Dave's there and Stacey was there at the beginning. You know, the course, team have been, yeah, yeah. and the team's grown ever more since. And it, it, it's it's about just rolling forward. And JB Shorts was one of those things. They got turfed out of their old venue and went, mm. you, you're opening. Do you want to have a pop? Right. Which was it was it was the Joshua Brooks pub, so hence that's why it's called yeah. JB Shorts, oh, isn't it? Because right, it was downstairs yeah, right. in the basement of the Joshua Brooks pub. Right, got you. Um, so uh, yeah, and that runs and runs, and that has a following, doesn't it? Oh and, yeah, and it's a really huge. Good reputation. And it's such a party atmosphere as well. Because right. it's not, you know, what's great about it, and what we really wanted to replicate at Fifty Three Two, and will do in the new one, is it's not necessarily theatre goers. Mm. It's people who just like a night out and soak up that atmosphere that theatre can create. Yeah. So they're not wearing suits. They're not shushing each other. They're having a pint, often a pie at JB Shorts. Yeah, having a really Manchester, good night. Manchester, innit? Yeah. <laughs> that sort of vibe was great. It was really, you know, really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, it's impressive. And uh, and thanks for doing it all. And um, yeah, a long, 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 long may it continue. Long may it continue. So we're, we're going to come back and, and ask you a few more questions around it as well as we, as, as we proceed. But... Let's have a little bit of a chat about. So you've been out and about this week. You've been running workshops, Simon, yeah, and and, and for forty seventeen year olds. Forty seventeen year olds, yeah, no, no, four to seventeen for legal reasons. <laughs> so, so that's that's good, Scott. We, we've been to Stoke. We have, yes, we've been we? on the radio. Yes, we have. We went on together. We did. Your first um, appearance at Six Towns Radio. First appearance at Six Towns, yes. yes. So yeah, that was good fun. Because I've been on there a couple of times before with my music and we got in touch and they wanted us to go on and talk about our podcast. Which we did, didn't we? we on, did. was it Thursday? What day is it today? It's Friday. It was on Wednesday. Yesterday. Yeah, it was, it was Thursday. It was, it was yesterday. yesterday. Where's the oh, week gone? Long day, that one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was that was really good fun, wasn't it? With yeah. Glenn and Mrs. T as well. Yes. And um, yeah, so so we're all over Stoke and Staffordshire. We are. We are, we are spreading our... 
uh, airwaves. Oh, I don't know that either. There was an awkward pause. Play a bed, play a bed, quick. <laughs> oh, we'll do that one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was the pause that long? It felt yeah. long, mate. It felt, oh, about, it felt, it felt long. about an hour, that did. Yeah, it's because you'll be at the get out button then. <laughs> Wowzers. Uh, Wowzers. We spoke about various different things on there, didn't we? We spoke about your music, we spoke about the podcast, we spoke about another podcast that's on its way out now as well, one called The 15 Minute Mindset, yeah. um, mm. which is all about, again, just, I've got this thing at the moment, Simon, that people, certainly in the last nine months of lockdown, right, mm-hmm. have been the rooted to seats and screens and haven't really been out and about and moving enough. And, um, you know, it's starting to have an impact on mental health. It's starting to have an impact on physical health and all that sort of stuff. So um, the whole concept of audio and getting people moving is an interesting theory at the moment as well. Letting people consume content in different ways Mm. um, without having to be stuck glued to a screen and various different things like that. So there's a podcast out now called The 15 Minute Mindset as well, which is encouraging people to just get out and move a little bit. And uh, we spoke about lots of different things, didn't we? We did. So it's, it's really important, that isn't it? Like getting out, and um, I um, I live in Presswich, and I without fail would come out of my house, turn left, get on the Metrolink, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know that if you turn right, there was acres and acres of forest land and green space and, and rivers. And I'd in Presswich. In Presswich. Wow, mate, I was absolutely mind blown. And then every day came out of my house and turned right during the lockdown. How yeah. long have you lived in Presswich? Oh, like four years now. <laughs> Literally, did not know. <laughs> And I was absolutely mind blown, and and then just the idea of getting out and walking around that was amazing. Yeah, it was, it was great for me. Yeah, crikey, turn right. There's Always a, turn right. Always turn right. Always turn right. <laughs> There's a name for the child <laughs> for, the, for the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, we have to right. name it as we're going oh, through. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we need to come up with a title. Um, I've got a bit of a surprise for you coming up actually, because mm. you might remember in uh, last week's episode, if anyone does actually kind of listen week to week. Um, if you if they do that, that's amazing. Uh, I don't know if anyone ever does. I don't know if anyone does. Just I'm sure they do. You I'm sure they so? do. I'm only a couple of weeks behind. You're a couple of weeks behind? Yeah. Okay, well, that's acceptable. I'll get that. So, I'll get catch up. But we do have regular commentators, don't we, and regular listeners. I'm yes. sure we do. So, People commentating on the podcast? Yeah. Not commenta- commenting, commentating. That would be weird if someone was yeah. commenting That's what you, you said, it. commentating. Yeah, I did, yeah. <laughs> Director's cook <laughs> version. Yeah. 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 There's someone in the corner now, like yeah. John Motson. Yeah. <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> Commentating on the, on the commentary. Yeah. He's wearing those headphones very well yeah. now. His mouth's a little close to the microphone, but he can deal with it. <laughs> so um, you, you sent me a challenge last week. Do you remember when I mentioned about um, Jeanette, who we had on a couple of weeks ago? Yep. And she is studying, um, she's doing a PhD, actually, on the impact of creative collaborations yes. on mental health. A mindset, yep. and she's studying the Man Up group that I'm part of, and you know about this, Sam, I because do. I mentioned it yeah. to you. We've spoken about and, it a few times. Yeah, I wanted to come and bring it to the stage, mm. but we kind of never managed to move it outside of Stoke um, for various different reasons. But we put this performance on called Man Up, and as a consequence of that, we got some funding. Um, and I'm part of the steering committee for the for the Man Up group, or Up Men, it's also called, um, which could be read in a number of different ways. Looking at Simon's eyebrow, yeah, yeah. There. Just, like, just having to think about that then. Yeah. That was so, but we got some big lottery funding to to run a two year creative project or program of creative events, and it's led into a number of different things. We've done like talking libraries, where you know you put up the title of your book, and anyone can come and talk to you, and you talk to them about your experience. It's like a living library. 
It's brilliant. So you yeah. go and you check your book right. out, you talk to someone for 20 minutes. That's a really cool thing to do. Um, and um, we've done like workshops of various different things. We've done mental health workshops. And one thing that came out of it was a choir. And I said to Scott, I'm in a choir, right? Which is a dad to admit to his son. I didn't know about this until last week when you mentioned it. Yeah. Um, secret choir as secret well. Choir. Yeah. Secret yeah. choir. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we meet in a basement. <laughs> It's like that film, Swimming with Men. <laughs> I, I don't know this film. Have you not seen this? No, it's one I of the best films one. I've ever seen. It's a hilarious film. It's about a group of men who do synchronised swimming. Brilliant. It is brilliant. Yeah, but then he hides it. it behind his wife's back. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Like the swimming version of The Full Monty. Yes. Yeah. Brilliant. Very similar. Great. Very similar. Big fan. Um, so we, the, uh, and there is now a choir version of that as well. <laughs> <laughs> Called the Up Men Choir. Amazing. I love it. Uh, and Scott said last week, oh, you can sing then, can't you? And I refused to uh, to sing. Um, but I did promise that we would kind of revisit it. Okay. Yes, you so, did. So yep. um, I'm going to take us back to last week when we discussed it. I'm going to rewind the tape a minute. We've got a choir and we sing like Ukrainian marching songs and sheep herding songs and stuff that none of us understand what the lyrics are about. Can you sing one for us? Absolutely not right Please. now, but no, I could stream something at another point in the future. And now it is that point in the future because I kind of promised you a little bit of... Uh, are you going to sing? Uh, I'm going to play you an interlude at this moment, actually. Uh, I'm going to play you a little clip of our Ukrainian marching song, Brilliant. sheep herding choir. Brilliant. I'm excited. Are you ready for this? Yeah. It's about a minute and a half long, so you can take a breather. Right, uh, I'm excited. I'll be back in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> the mood somewhat, hasn't it? It's good, that's, right, not, isn't it? that's not what I expected. It's not what I yeah. expected, no. Yeah. It's good, though. Me and Simon looked at each other and I know. Like, wow. I thought it was going to be like, it's raining men or something. <laughs> <laughs> that was cool. It was like good. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Desk. It's pretty dark, yeah. wasn't it? Loved it. Yeah, what do you think? Which that's one good. were you? 
Which one was I? Yeah. I wasn't there that day. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it sounded good. Yeah. yeah. I, was, uh, yeah I, was, I was on holiday. And so what, what does it mean? Can you translate it? Yeah, I understand what you mean about not knowing what it means. Well, that's the beauty of it. None of us really have got a clue what we're singing, and no one therefore knows if we get it wrong or not. Brilliant. So, Brilliant. But if you actually translated it... Yeah. That, that one was to do with, I can hear the goats calling across the valley... It's it's a it's a Ukrainian sheep herding song. Are you sure? Oh, it could be anything though, couldn't that's it? Pretty, that's a pretty dark tune for I, I can hear the goats crying across the valley. Yeah. What's happening to them? Well being slaughtered. It's the Ukraine. I, I don't know. can hear the goats. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So that's that's the that's the B side that we've yet right. to record. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, mate. That's really cool. It's quite nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, lots of positives we're singing as well. Yeah, really. really there's a, a lady called uh, Lenny Craig who's studying it, mm. who worked with B Vocal Choir, who you may have heard of, and yes. they they obviously they rehearse here sometimes. And um, what she's found in the research, the po- the, the positive endorphins of just yeah. being around people singing mm. and being part of something. Yeah, it's really cool. That's it. And that's that's kind of the thing to pick out of it is because, you know, yeah, it came out of a creative project and it, and it rolled on from there. But, you know, some, we, we meet on a Tuesday night and sometimes you get to like half past seven on a mm. Tuesday night and you go, Do you know, what? I feel really knackered. Yeah. And it's back to what we were saying at the start about surrounding yourself with those positive things. Um, sometimes you just go, I don't really want to drive to Stoke. <laughs> I'm too tired. Um, but then it's that simple making the effort and going. Um, because when you're there, you're surrounded by people who've not got an agenda. There's no kind of scrotum rattling going on or any of that. You know, what do you drive? What do you do for mm. a job? And yeah, how much money do you make and all that? Mm. Um, there's none of that that goes on. It's just a really supportive group. And if you're feeling a little bit flat, you can just say, do you know what, man? I don't feel so good this week. Yeah. Um, and then we produce, bizarrely, something like that. Beautiful. And um, yeah, I thought I would... I, I did say we'd play it. You did. I am... Um, Slightly disappointed in a way because you said we were going to hear you sing. I was in there. I was in there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was in there. But as, as with the choir, you know, you can, unless you're, you're the dude at the front. You could just lip sync or mime, couldn't you? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. No, my what if everyone in the choir mimed? That's a silent, a silent. monk <laughs> choir. Because yeah. if everyone had that attitude of, oh, I'm just going to mime. I didn't mime. I, I, I sung my heart out. Because <laughs> there is always one person in the choir just goes, oh, I'm not going to do anything. Just, just yeah, moving the mouth. Yeah. yeah. No, that wasn't me. I was, um, I was in the higher register, which surprised me. Because oh. we split it down into three. We got low register, yeah, yeah. mid register, and high register. And bizarrely, my voice fits into the high register. Mm-hmm. It's really intimidating. Talk about doubt, right? Back to the topic mm. of the podcast. Yeah. There is a relation here. When you are put into your relevant groups within the choir, singing's a really intimate thing to do, isn't it? Mm. And yeah. It's quite, you feel very vulnerable when you sing. But for Paul, who runs the group, in order to determine where you fit within that group, he'll stand right in front of you, like as close as yeah, we yeah. are now around the table. And... You know, the, everyone's singing, but you'll stand right in front of you while you're singing. You'll go, no, you go over there. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. Naughty boy, get out of the room. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and you go over there with that group. But to, to, to belt it out with someone sort of literally that mm. close to you is really intimidating. I couldn't do that. It is. Well, singing, that, that singing is that connection to the breath, isn't it? Yeah. And the breath, therefore, like, is... If you think about when we get stressed or when we get panicked, it all goes into the breath. And the mm. breath is a massive part of connection to ours. What's the chakra, I guess, isn't it? Right down there and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. it, it, you know, it is, it is a huge part of um, of our emotional sort of stability. Yeah. 
It's a part of singing. It's a part of acting as well, isn't it? Uh, and you, co- yeah. you coach breathing techniques when you're acting. Absolutely. I was um, when I was at drama school. I um, I, I was in a, I was in a voice lesson, which you're not supposed to cry in. Oh. And um, my teacher, Alan, can't remember his second name. Used to teach you Shakespeare and voice. Crazy man, loved him. <laughs> and um, we were working on just doing a full breath, uh, just breathing properly. We don't breathe properly. We use a third of our lungs. Yeah, really. Yeah, That's yeah. True. Wow. And um, and when I actually breathed properly, I just burst out crying. Mm. It was uh, like properly crying, wow. and it was just a massive release. Mm. Um, but yeah, the, the connection, the breath, and, and uh, acting, and using the breath and acting and singing, massively connected. Yeah, I wonder if that's why these things become therapeutic, and why you know people are now starting to prescribe things like, you know group activities, acting, singing, whatever, as, as you know, almost a prescriptive therapy. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there is just therapy out there about breathing as well. Yeah. There's like breath therapy, isn't there? Yeah. And I heard the other day as well, yeah. breathing through your nose is apparently better than breathing through your mouth. Couldn't tell you any more than that. That's all I've got. Uh, but I'm, I'm becoming very conscious about my breathing now. I can tell you've gone slightly blue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great breaths, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's that breathing into the diaphragm as well, and it's mm. one of the first things you learn when you're an actor, isn't it? It's like breathing, puff your well, belly out. Correct you. Kind of correct you there, actually. It's oh. one of the first things you relearn as relearn. an actor. Because oh, if you nice. watch a baby crying, they are absolutely on breath with their diaphragm. Oh. And we forget that because um, we have no need to. And anxiety, and if you think about when you're anxious, the breath goes up into yeah, your shoulders. Yeah. So we breathe <sighs> up mm. there like that. Um, but that's, that's what happens in everyday life. We use the top third of our lungs. Um, wow. And rarely breathe deeply, which is why meditation is always about breathing deeply and taking mm. that time to breath in. Mm. So yeah, as an actor, we relearn how to use that. Breath. I like that. I like that. Uh, yeah. There you go. Interesting. You run improvisation workshops as well, don't you? Yeah, I've not done one for a while actually, uh, but yeah, I do. I love improv. Yeah. I love improv. It's a very different kind of improv. A lot of people think improv is um, is uh, like quick, get up, be funny. Yeah. Um, and of course, it can be funny, but one of the best improv. Uh, uh, scenario I've ever seen was with yourself, uh, Rob oh. and Dave. That should wasn't prompted by the way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you sure? Absolutely. Yeah, I do remember. Do you remember we- it with you and Dave? Yes. And it was a really, a really, um, just to prove that it's not about getting up and being funny. I don't think I let you speak, did I? We did a twenty-minute scene with no yeah, words. Yeah, maybe like four words, something mm. like that. It was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. The connection between two people. So that's the improv workshop I run. I don't run. Um, like whose line is it anyway? Yeah, no. I mean, I'd love to, but I'm not. I don't think I'm. I can't do that. But I'm not funny thing. enough. <laughs> but that's the thing. There is this kind of connect, and it, I'm, I related that back because it's an it's a nerve wracking thing to do. People mm. have this kind of fear, don't they, of improv? Yeah, massive. They, they have a fear yeah. of a. They have a fear of standing up and being in front of people anyway, and that makes you breathe more shallow, and that makes you kind of bring on elements of anxiety and panic. Mm. And then when you hear that in yourself, your voice goes a little bit mm. funny, and then uh, and then everything else tightens up, and mm. it just becomes a, a, a downward spiral yeah. um, and so that's a natural kind of thing that people have unless or, or until they're comfortable doing it um, anyway but then you throw in the word improvisation yeah. into that and all of those kind of anxieties just get heightened mm. because exactly like you said I've, oh, improvisation means I've got to be funny I've got to think on the spot yeah. Yeah. and so and I've got to do it in front of people so everything becomes a problem now. Yeah. Mm. but and instantly you're starting to kind of overthink it because when you think yeah. improvise you're not really you just the first thing that comes to you yeah but you instantly start to overthink as well, soon as you hear hmm. uh, the, the big part of the thing we we talk about in the classes and, and uh, Rob will know this is is 
it, it's always about a fear of getting it wrong, yeah. which is why you don't like singing in front of people because mm. you fear you can get it wrong and you don't like acting in front of people. You, yeah. you know, I might get it wrong. Yeah. Uh, and that ego is massive part of what we teach here at MAP as well. It, it's, 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 you've got to understand human psychology and you've got to be comfortable in yourself before mm. you can do those things. Yeah. Mm. Um, and it's really difficult to do. I mean, if we had three hours, we could talk about that, oh. that subject alone. <laughs> um, but yeah, massive, uh, over lockdown, actually, I, I ran online workshops. And one of the ones I ran was connection. And why is it so hard to connect? Uh, you know, and um, in a nutshell, it's because from the moment we're born, we're told not to do things. And yeah. one of those things yeah. is not to connect. Mm. Don't cry. Don't cry. Be a, be a big boy. Be a big girl. Oh, that doesn't hurt. Mm. Don't cry. Don't cry, that's soft. Why are you crying? All yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then suddenly at 18, you decide you want to be an actor and some idiot like me rolls in and goes, no, no, if you feel like crying, you must cry. Mm. And they go, oh, I've had years of being yeah. told not to. Why, what, you know? Mm. And so again, it's sort of relearning. It's Instead of trying to find that vulnerability, it's about um, refinding that vulnerability and being able to control it. Mm. But it's, uh, yeah, I could talk about that for hours. I find it, I find it fascinating. That is fascinating, yeah. Ethical egoism is my other uh, wonderful, um, fascinating chat. There's the title. Ethical, Ethical egoism. egoism. Mm. Yeah, it's um, and it's the idea that everything we do is for ourselves, mm. which a lot of people don't like. I had this discussion with my family once. It didn't end well. Uh, did you did. do it for your benefit or theirs? Well, probably for mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but they all hate me now, so that's uh, <laughs> it's not going really well. <laughs> but you proved a point. Well, no, I don't think I did. I think they, just, just got, they just got really angry and shouted at me. <laughs> but I remember being on that um, on that again on that that improvisation weekend, and that 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 fear of crying. It's relevant to what we're talking about again because it's a it's a self doubt based podcast. This and doubt and insecurities and imposter syndromes and all those horrible things that kick in, and as opposed to embracing those sorts of things, we wrap them up in our protective shells, don't we? Like, I'm a bloke and I'm going to cry. And at some point it will find its way out. And on that weekend, there was one of the exercises that we did, and I think it was on the Saturday, because it was a two-day Saturday-Sunday course, wasn't it? On the Saturday was walk around the room, find someone in the room, and stand right opposite them, Mm. and look into their eye. Don't say a word. Neither of you allowed to say a word. And just stare at each other in the eye. And you do it for about four minutes, five minutes. I might have the timings wrong. It probably feels like five minutes. It's probably more like two, to be honest with you. We we don't actually, as humans, look at each other for more than seven seconds. Unless, roughly, obviously, unless we want to punch them or kiss them. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And and so to look at someone is not something that is is, is done, really. And so when you look at someone and you stare and you look right into their eyes without any other distractions going on, you can't say anything, you can't touch them, you can't do anything the emotions that you go through mm. in that simple exercise are just mind-blowing. Yeah, the whole room was in floods of tears and no one had said it's anything. It's another vulnerability thing. You know, yeah. We protect ourselves by not looking at, pe- at each other. Yeah. And um, just by letting go of that ability to look away or um, apologise for what we're doing. You know, the, the, one of the greatest things is uh, when you see people getting up to do a monologue in an acting class. Mm. And rarely will anyone get up and go into their monologue. They'll get up and they'll go, oh God, right, okay. I think I know my lines. Okay, right, Mm. okay. And they're apologizing. They're preempting the need to apologize. So Mm. if it goes wrong, they've already said, I knew it would go wrong. Yeah. But being able to do that and get rid of all that is absolutely terrifying. It's terrifying. And it starts from such a young age. Sorry, Scott. No, it's good to say, because it kind of cropped up in our radio when we were on Six Sounds yesterday, didn't it? Because we were talking about being creatives and 
Glynn, the host, said you wouldn't have really expected an actor and a musician who get up in front of people to perform to be kind of vulnerable. Yeah. But it, I think the kind of is, the creative people, there is a lot more vulnerability there mm. a lot of the time. I think there needs to be. Yeah. I think I think you can't be um, a, a good performer unless you're allowing the audience to get through that. Yeah. Because then they can connect to you and then they can empathise with you and really understand what you're doing, you know, and, and relax watching you. Yeah. You know, and be taken there or taken somewhere by you. And, um, yeah, I think, uh, uh, yeah, I, uh, most of the actors I know are the most vulnerable people in the world. Yeah, you know? a lot of, like, very introverted people, mm. the creative people. Yeah, yeah. And that, that, that's been my experience as well. A lot of people who, who don't immerse themselves in the world of acting and have a kind of peripheral perspective of it and think it's all just people pretending to be someone else and mm. they're all a little bit up themselves <coughs> is what I've heard so many times when you tell people that you do some acting. Um, the people I've met and I've known through this whole world of, of performance are some of the most vulnerable but most honest, uh, most emotionally connected people. Mm. And the nicest people, to use a terrible word, nice, <laughs> <laughs> that I've met. That I've met, and you know, you get a bond, don't you? Yeah. And, and you really do. And yeah, it's not wrapped around superficiality and stuff like that. Mm, that's, that's hopefully my, not. There is a lot of that. There is. You know? There is some, but I think yeah, you, you gravitate to the ones who are. Yeah, you find your tribe. You do. You do. So, um, what about your experiences of doubt then? Because you know, you've you've, you've achieved this amazing thing in Manchester, mm. and that's touched the lives of a lot of people. Um, you and your team. I know you'll say that. Yep, good. <laughs> um, and you must. What, what? What was? What was your original thoughts? Did you ever, or do you ever, at any point, sit there and go, Jesus, um, what's? Why have I done this? And can I? Can I do the next thing? Yeah. Can I get the next fifty-three two up and running and all that? Um, yeah, every single day. You know, <laughs> um, I think. I think. I think the way people deal with that is the uniqueness, isn't it? Is that's why people differ. Um, doubts, that doubts are there every day. And I believe that if you send those doubts out, you are in danger of what you're trying to achieve not happening. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, you know, if, if with doubts, there has to be something you're aiming for, right? Yep. And you can make a choice to focus on the doubts or focus on what you're aiming for. And I think I have doubts all the time about everything, about every single thing, you know? Um, I was speaking to Alex a, a, a little while ago about when I did the glass house in 2018. Mm. Um, graduated from drama school in 2005 and on the opening night of the glass house, I was stood in the wings and gave up acting. In my, I was like, I'm done. This is not, I can't, I can't do this anymore, mm. you know? And then you go on stage and it all goes. And for that one moment, I'd, I'd lost focus on what, what I wanted to achieve and was thinking about the doubts and yeah. the whole idea of opening the theatre, of course, it's, it's terrifying and we all have doubts. Um, it, 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 it's about um, sort of focusing on, on keeping moving. And there are times actually, I tell you, when I get most sort of vulnerable mm. or when it, when it manifests itself is when I've achieved it. <laughs> then I, then I allow myself to go, yeah. like, wow. That yeah. was close, you know? And mm. talking about JB Shorts, the first time we had JB in was when, um, it was after the 
not long after the theatre had opened. And um, people people always say, God, you must be really proud. You must be really proud. Um, and uh, Jay, I'm getting, <laughs> getting a bit teary now. Uh, JB, yeah, quick, play the bed, play the bed. <laughs> and um, JB Shorts have been on, right? And there's 150 people in that theatre that you've opened and you've worked your knackers off for. And um, and I sat in the bar and I listened to 150 people having an amazing time. Mm. And um, and I said to Alex, I was like, I'm, I'm proud now. <laughs> that was cool. Yeah. Uh, for about five minutes. And then I was like, right, what should we do now? <laughs> no, you got to it out, but it's, <laughs> oh, it's a bit longer, is it? The bed? Yeah, it's a two minute bed. But it's, uh, I think it's a hard, honestly, it's a hard thing to be proud of yourself. It's, for me, it's hard to be proud. Yeah. Um, because I think you have to, it feels like I'm being arrogant if, if I'm proud. Um, and I think that is, is one of the things that keeps me going, you know? Of course I'm proud. I enjoy what we do, but then instantly I'm on to the next thing. Yeah. Um, Stacey Harcourt, who's a good friend of ours, her mum bought me something once from MAP, reached its first year, and it said, only have a look back to see how far you've come. That's nice. And um, I, I remember that. <laughs> it's it's like important that. to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, God, doubts are there all the time. And I think you just got to fight them, stay positive, and do you know what? If it doesn't work, it's probably not the end of the world. Mm. It's probably not the end of the world. Mm. Um, what is it when you, you're called to catastrophize or something yeah there's, there's a lot going on in the world that's probably worse yeah. than what you've just not achieved <laughs> um and so you can carry on pick yourself up crack on what's next yeah i love that and it's that ability to reach out isn't it as well you mentioned the guys around you surround you and your team mm. uh, and sometimes when we are doubting it it's very easy to kind of revert isn't it and become all introverted about stuff and yeah but then the only voice that you're listening to is that one that's telling you you should be worried about stuff mm. and mm. that's then that's what you put out there and that's what ends up manifesting itself back yeah and so one of the things at that moment is to do what we've done this week when you are feeling a little bit vulnerable or a little bit down or whatever it may well be that's the moment to pick up the phone yeah and just step go, up do you know we're going to go out there and do that this week yeah. or i need to speak to somebody else about it and resist that that quite magnetic kind of temptation to just shut the doors shut the blinds mm. and you know crack open a kind of tenants whatever it may yeah, well absolutely be. and i think you find people find you yeah when you do that it, it finds you positivity finds you and and you know with Dave and Alex around you, you've, you've got a you've got a big family there. <laughs> you've got a very positive, very yeah, energetic, loving family there. Absolutely, who will get you through anything. Definitely. You t your eyes are a bit wet, mate. Just dusty, I think, in here. You know. Sorry, we've got to end <laughs> <of> the bed. <laughs> <laughs> so it brings us on uh, in terms of you know how we might deal with some of these difficulties mm. um, and how we might, you know, give ourselves strategies or who to turn to mm. when we are at this crossroads. You know the bit that we're going into. I can have a guess. <laughs> so there's always someone there. <laughs> In that moment, what would Mr. Whitfield do? Mr. Whitfield. Wow. I've been waiting to meet him. <laughs> we all have. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this man. Are you are you familiar with Mr. Whitfield? I am familiar with Mr. Whitfield, yeah. Yeah. A bit like Beyonce, I think, isn't it? What would Beyonce do? Isn't that it one of those? Yeah. 
<laughs> That's an entirely different question. Oh, right, okay. Right. For the sake of this uh, relatively clean podcast, we'll keep it as to what will Mr Whitfield do. <laughs> Uh, what's 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 your take on Mr. Whitfield, Simon? And does he manifest himself at various different points? Um, Mr. Whitfield, for me, is, <laughs> is quite stable, really. And um, he basically forms himself as Theodore Roosevelt. Oh, wow. Which is quite weird and abstract, isn't it? I didn't expect that. No. Um, well, obviously, I know Mr. Whitfield, so um, I've been thinking about Sorry, you know? No, no, I don't know him. Oh, I was going to. I know him. I know him from <laughs> your thought... your podcast. Yeah, he's a lovely man. Yeah. I thought you <laughs> said I know a Mister Whitfield. I know yeah. Mister Whitfield. Uh, but yeah, and Theodore Roosevelt um, has a quote called "The Man in the Arena," ah. and um, if it wasn't so long, I'd get it tattooed on me um, because I think it really is a massively positive outlook and. Um, I don't know much about old Teddy. I don't yeah. know much about him other than this quote. And I don't know how I stumbled across it. Obviously, someone shared it with me. And then if you look at the rest of Theodore Roosevelt's quotes, they're all like really positive. Wow. Um, and about, uh, I, in one of your previous podcasts, you're talking about um, being being the doers, getting stuff done. Yeah. And um, uh, this, this I can read you the quote if you'd like. I was that, you've just preempted a question. Yeah. Do you want me to read it to you? I've yeah, got it here. Please. Unfortunately, I don't know it, so... I was almost like we were gonna we could have potentially fallen down a creative rabbit hole there if I just yeah, said yeah, yeah. what is the quote Sam? You'd have gone, oh, uh, no. we'd have had to line it up for another week. Yeah, you know, no. but um, I've got, I've got it here. I'll read it for you. This is uh, old Theodore, and has a picture of him as well. Yeah. I know it doesn't help on a podcast, but this is probably what Mister Whitfield. Oh, it's a handsome like. chap. It's lovely. He's lovely, isn't he? So this is uh, it. Is not the critic who counts, nor the man who points out how the strong man stumbles, or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again, because there is no effort without error and shortcoming. But who does actually strive to do the deeds? Who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. That would be quite a tattoo. It'd be a long one. That. I'd have to go all over your back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And down, and down your legs. Yeah. <laughs> like a full body wrap. Yeah, it'd be big. Yeah. And of course, uh, it, it's old, so it's written with he. Could be she, yeah. could be they. Yeah. Mm, obviously yeah. nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. That's quite a quote though, isn't it? It's good. I love it. I love it. It's brilliant. Let's just let's give it a crack because I don't yeah. want to be sat in the audience watching other people give it a crack when you could be out there in the arena. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to have to listen back to that because <laughs> that kind of, <laughs> kind of washed over me like a wave of just words. That, beautiful words. <laughs> 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 He's got loads. Have a Google at Theodore Roosevelt's quotes. I did not know how sort of good he was at the old quotey things. Um, comparable to the uh, to the current president. Well, well. Sort of some, mm, he's, he's got very different quotes, though, hasn't he? Yeah, big, what's big, one of his quotes? Big, Everybody big. drink bleach. <laughs> That's a different one. It's, it's not quite as profound. You can have that on a tattoo. Yeah, shorter, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but beautifully, um, beautifully delivered as well. I think you know, it's um, you should act. I'll try. I will try. I'll give it a go one day. Yeah. You know, I'll give it a go. 
So um, have you got any other Mr. Mr. Whitfield observations, Scott, or any thoughts about what Mr. Whitfield might do in, in certain circumstances? Uh, oh, you caught me off guard there. Lovely. Um, I hadn't thought about it. You haven't thought about it? No. We live and breathe Mr. Whitfield I know. on this podcast. Um, he is one of my favourite people. And is he? I, I don't know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I, every single week... As soon as we ask someone, it goes off in a completely different direction. Mm. I can understand that, wouldn't it? And yeah, it's, that amazing. Would it's amazing. Because you get a glimpse as to how different people see different things. Yeah. And it's fascinating. One other way that we do that occasionally is um, in a similar way that we ask, you know, about Mr. Whitfield. Um, and he is becoming, you know, a, an enigmatic, ethereal character who everybody loves, really. Um, another way to kind of understand what goes on in people's heads when we talk about doubts and insecurities we did this last week as well if i was to top off chop off mm. the top of your head mm. in a non-aggressive way with a circular saw <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um and, and and hinged it yeah right. I'll, I'll go front to back good yeah although so, there's a well there's a bit of hinge on the front then isn't it no 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 the, the front lifts up the hinges at the back so all right you, okay right. people <laughs> It when just looks like people. a thin line. When yeah, you meet, you can just lift it up. Yeah, you can yeah. greet them. <laughs> that, See, oh, we've, we've got the problem. We yeah. can't cover that line up with hair, can we, Rob? Me and you can't. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Scott can with his quiff. <laughs> I've not got a quiff. I am worried, though, that it is slightly receding in the corners. I receded at the age of 18. I've oh. made it further than you, then. Yeah. But I am a little bit worried about it, mm. just here It'll in go. the corners. It'll go. So your hinge is back. It's, right. it's a yep. back hinge look. Right? Yep. So we could might need a little handle, a little chrome handle. <laughs> yeah, just, good. Above, just, on, just on your brow. <laughs> chrome. <laughs> oh, you know, like those serving platters. Yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we... we <laughs> they get at Carvery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of those. So someone's just now turned up with like a, you know, um, a, a towel over their arm. Yeah, very good. To lift <laughs> my head up. <laughs> This is, this is gone very abstract. <laughs> and we, we, we gently, using the chrome handle on your brow, yeah, good. prize open gently yeah. to reveal what's, what's going on in there. I'm, I'm guessing you mean metaphorically, because otherwise it'd just be a brain. Yeah, well, we, I hope so. Yeah, well, we, yeah, <laughs> Doubtful. That, that, that's, that's likely. Um, uh, what goes on in my brain is probably a million different things at once. Right. Um. Alex will regularly say to me, what goes on in your brain? Mm. Those words, those exact words. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think I have just a lot going on in there all the time. And, it, and every now and again, bits pop out to the forefront, like a solar mm. flare. And um, Alex hates that as well, because I go, oh, <laughs> oh, I've got, oh, we need to, oh, never mind. And then carry on. Just any time, any time. That, that it plays out exactly like that. Yeah, pretty it? much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And, and she gets really angry because she's like, stop doing that. It makes me panic. Um, and then the best times are in the shower. I have all my best thoughts in the shower. Yeah. Um, things, things sort themselves out in the shower. I write lesson plans, think of uh, things I need to do. I don't know how, don't know why, just in yeah. the shower. Yeah. I have heard people mention the shower before for that, yeah. actually. It's quite common. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, lots of tiny little people running around with post-it notes that they're desperate to stick to something, <laughs> but they're not sure which filing cabinet to stick it to. That's a bit Franz Kafka. It's, yeah, it's yeah, good. It's Imagine Kafka. that as a painting as well. <laughs> That's brilliant. That is Kafka-esque. I once read... Um, the trial by Franz Kafka. Yeah. In in one of my weaker moments when I was um, not not in a good spot. It's not a good book to read. When you're, no. When you're struggling with stuff, don't read Franz Kafka. <laughs> Whoa! It sends you off on a bit of a tailspin. It really does. Noted. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Mr. Whitfield is a wise, wise man. He is he's, very he's wise. Theodore Roosevelt. Today. Uh, today. Yeah. Who might he be tomorrow? Superman. <laughs> <laughs> I think he already is. I think I, he is. He's, he's one of a million. He's every single person rolled into one. Definitely. Thank you, Simon. Pleasure. So that's... Theodore Roosevelt heads off into the distance and concludes this week's What Would Mr. Whitfield Do? with a forlorn wave down a very large tattooed arm. Yes. Which he reads his quotes off on a day-to-day basis. It's a long title for the show. It is. It is, isn't it? it is. Um, I think we should just, before we do wrap this up, just pick up on some little listeners' comments that continue... To uh, to find their way to us. It's very bizarre, isn't it? Across the ether and the different. Uh, I've yeah. lost it. Where's it gone? So I've got one here um, in a similar format to um, the uh, the hinged forehead discussion that we uh, <laughs> that we just found ourselves having. And uh, when we did grace uh, the studios of Six Towns Radio this week, uh, we asked Glenn the same question. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we went quite as far as a serving platter with a hinged head. Yeah. Um, I'm pleased. It, it I'm pleased. The first I got that I treatment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the first time I met Glenn, so I don't think I'd want to go that weird. Um, we did ask the same question, didn't we? We did. Yes. Um, he, he'd have. Um, you might need to embellish this a little bit, but he said there's two mice in mine, um, and one sat up with his feet on the sofa reading a newspaper. Wow. The other one's scurrying around making food, and there's a lamp in the corner. <laughs> well, that's quite detailed, isn't, isn't it? it? <laughs> I can see it though. I can see it all happening. Yeah. My my little mouse has got an apron on. Do you know the one scurrying around? I pictured that on his. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. It's got to be. And it, the lamp's like an old standard lamp, right? Yeah, Definitely. Like a, like yeah, a yeah, dusty yeah. sort of mauve yeah, colour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. There you go. Fascinating. Oh, sorry. Wow. So, that, so that was one, one contribution from Glenn. So thank you very much for that, Glenn. Uh, yeah, we're uh, reading, uh, I'm just wondering what paper it was now. Well, oh, the, the well, the uh, something highbrow. Big broadsheet. Yeah. One of the big ones. Yeah. With his legs top. crossed, just leaning yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. With his ears just poking up over the top of it. I'm, I'm and a dressing it. gown. Yeah, smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah. smoking jacket. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So have you found any other comments? I have got another comment. Thank God for that. <laughs> Good feeling, Rob. Good uh, feeling. Uh, I've got another comment from Martin Todd, and he says, I've just found your podcast on Apple Podcast app, and I've subscribed to it and downloaded all of the episodes. I will listen later today. And he has since come back and said, lovely to hear Soundbatch getting a name in the first episode, uh-huh. because we are from Soundbatch. We are. And uh, he says, I'm pretty impressed so far. That's, oh, that's really Strong good. review. Stronger Strong <laughs> review from Soundbatch. <laughs> so thank you very much. Oh, that's brilliant. And that was Martin. Martin Todd. Thank you very much, Martin Todd. Uh, keep on listening. And if you want to contribute and get involved in some way, Martin, you know where we are. Excellent. On that note, if do people do want to get in touch, mm-hmm. Simon, yes. there's lots and lots of ways that they can do it. Get in touch with me or you. I don't know. Well, <laughs> whichever you want. Minute. We're, I mean, with us. I mean, you know, if you want to get in touch with Simon as well, that's fine. Just go to 53 Yeah, great. Yeah, he's always here. I'm always here, yeah. Always here. If people want to get in touch with us. You can. Shall I do it over the soundbed? No. No, I'll wait. You have got long enough because it's over now. It's done. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at allaboutthedoubt. Twitter at All About Doubt. Forget the the. And we are on Facebook as well. And you can send us voice messages on Anchor. So if you go to the Anchor page on the internet, you can click send a message and record as a voice message and we can then play it in the podcast. Yeah. 
also, I think that was clear. I, I, it was clear, but I'd also like to see you try and do that over the bed. Do you not like at the end of adverts? Yeah. She will give you a three-second oh, countdown. God, you've got to, to fit all of the contactors' <laughs> information over this bed. Ready? Three. Three, two, one. You can follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and you can leave us a voice message on Anchor. How's that? Like some details, but I can't. Like some <laughs> <laughs> An admirable effort. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. Thank you very much. I think that brings us to a kind of natural conclusion. Oh, how sad. I was having a lovely time. I enjoyed this one. Yeah. I enjoy them all, in fairness. Yeah. It's nice to get out and about, though, isn't it? It is. It is very good to have a bit of change of scenery. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to take it on tour. Do Where it. should we go next? We've done Stoke, we've done Manchester. The country, let's go to <sighs> the beach somewhere. And, wh- and, yeah. when, and when we open, we can do one in front of an audience then. Would Live we, podcast. Would, yeah. Can we do that? Please? Yeah, absolutely. Let's get you in there. Definitely. Wow. You, this is recorded. No, that's fine. It's still going. Right. Well, the bar, we hopefully open the bar this year and the theatre next year. So you can either do a little one in the bar, like warm up, and then we'll, we'll do we'll one do, in we'll the We'll do a warm up. We'll do a warm up we'll one in the bar, and then we're going to yeah. do a massive one. Sell tickets and the Definitely. Bar. Merch. Definitely. Yeah. We've got some Mr. Whitfield t-shirts. We actually. do. That oh, reminds like me, it. we are still looking at a way of downloading the music for Mr. Whitfield. Yes, we, we're making the Mr. Whitfield ringtone. Nice. What would Mr. Whitfield do? That's going to be available as a download. Excellent. We are still so looking you, into it. Yeah, so you can have that on your phones. There might be some Mr. Whitfield t-shirts coming out at some point. What would Mr. Whitfield do? You know, WWMD. Mm-hmm. Yep. Careful, that's almost weapons of mass destruction. Yeah, it's, oh. it's free, free for interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> what would Mr. Whitfield do? Oh no, WWMWD. Yeah, we're fine. We're fine. Yeah. Great, you're all good. <laughs> so uh, th- oh, it, this just leaves us to say, Simon, massively thank you very much thank you. for uh, A, hosting us. Pleasure. And, uh, and letting us use your amazing facilities. And B, obviously being part of our little podcast. Absolute pleasure, it's been great. Great to chat been lovely to see you mate thank you, you so too, much Bob. for everything both of you and um i think should we uh yeah. should we wrap should we, it should we leave i reckon so <laughs> let's go bye, see bye. <laughs> thanks thanks see, see you, you soon bye in trying to fix his pop screen getting his levels right isn't he oh shit dropped out. we got we've got your big bottom on it have you yeah that's what this is my mother gave me no scott <laughs> I've uh, I've clicked record on this. Oh, good. <laughs> I've recorded on that already. Oh, I just wanted to check it was all brilliant. So, so you're all set, are you? I'm all set. <laughs>